Hi guys. Hi everybody. How's everyone doing? <laughs> we are in the first technically we're we're in the same country technically for the first time. We are. Yeah, for the first time Which in is... well, in general, years, but since recording the podcast oh, yeah. ever. So <laughs> Magnanimous. It's so exciting. Just a massive, massive step in, in our little podcast relationship. I know. We we're we're growing, we're changing, we're working through it. How was the move? I can't believe how quickly it came around. Yeah, to be same. Honest. Yeah. Also, uh, well, I've uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown away seventy percent of my belongings. Fuck. So that's always really nice. Shocking. Um, that's a lot. It was quite. It was quite a lot of stuff. And um, uh. And I ended up having so many mental breakdowns that I just uh, just ended up at 6am on the day of going to the airport, just called taxi service. I was like, can you please take me to the airport at one o'clock because I can't carry everything. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that is fine. Oh, hon. So that was like 60 euros. And then I got to the baggage check-in and they were like this is way too heavy you you need to repack it and I'm like I can't repack my bags it's not possible they're like well then that's gonna be a hundred extra euros and I was like fine I don't care I don't care to take my stuff home and then it wasn't a hundred extra euros it was only 50 extra euros so I was like why did you lie to me but also I'll take it that's a better deal yeah oh god I have been in a similar situation but I'll I feel like I'll bring that up in the in the holiday section of the podcast. Yeah, because that is our theme this week, everyone. Whoa. Just like mad holiday, well, mad holiday stories, funny, embarrassing, and just a little bit frustrating because travel always throws some spanner in the works. Always. Oh, it could never be simple, could it? No, never. Like when? Like why would it? Like just no. why? No. What's the point? And like you can never get to the airport. Don't. I mean, I know we're not at the travel section yet. I'll, oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you think you can never get to the airport on the right at the right time? You're either there like hours early, or you mm-hmm. are like running to the fucking gate. Like it's never like, oh, I'm 100%. gonna have time for just a coffee and then it'll be the perfect no, time yeah. to get on the plane. Like that no, never it's happens. Never, no, it's either just painstakingly slow or like the most maddest rush you feel like you've ever been in yeah. your whole life it's yeah. uh yeah I usually to like mitigate this like expectation in my own head aim to go to the airport at least three hours before I need to be there and just decide to like set up my own little workstation and have like dinner or something I try to make it a little treat for myself I do <laughs> almost the exact opposite I am like I will cut this as fine as possible <laughs> Because I hate waiting, like I'm so impatient, and mm. that has led to many a near missed flight and one missed flight, which yeah. you rapidly drove me to the airport to book a new one. For. Oh yeah, I that, one. <laughs> that one was fun. That one was. Fun. I woke up yeah. to my mum phoning me, being like, "Well, you've answered the phone, so you're obviously not on the flight." And I was like, "Shit, yeah, no, I sh- I should be on a flight now, lol." Oh god. Ooh. But hey, and that was the. But we'll uh, get there. That was on the anniversary of the Easter Rising. Uh, so driving was a <laughs> fucking nightmare. Do you remember? Yeah. We had to drive it through like so literal protests, and yeah, it was shit. Yeah. It was shocking. Oh, Bad day. God. Yeah, because you had to, to get like to the other side of town from where you were. Oh yeah. yeah. But oh, as yeah. per usual, well, Ashley saved the day for me. So. <laughs> but hey, uh, taxi service here for you all year round. Oh, whoa. 
She literally is. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. I should start paying you an annual fare. <laughs> oh, I would love that. <laughs> Lol. Like a little, like a little doll money. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Should we um Oh gosh. Should we check our little our little co-star update? Oh yeah, for sure. Let's do this. Oh by the way, what are you drinking today? I ha- have been drinking red wine since about three, four o'clock. Beautiful. Whilst I was watching uh the Love Island highlights, which I've been doing literally all evening. And I thought I had some I finished the bottle of red wine. I thought I had some apple juice Ooh. in the fridge and I was like, great, I'll have like a rum and apple juice or a gin and apple juice or something. Mm. And uh my my apple juice wasn't there. I don't know if I finished it or my partner finished it or my housemate finished it. And my housemate mm. was in the kitchen. I picked up a bottle of orange juice being like, is this mine? Knowing that it wasn't, but hoping they'd be like, mm. yes. And they were like, no. I was like, shit. Fine. So I'm on the water. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. That is a sad, that is a sad story. I know. It's very sad. I'm on a little homemade mojito action. You can hear. Good for you. Noise. That's proper I summer. Know isn't it it's warm it is it's, it's fucking warm it guys is, it is warm i'm surprised like belfast is doing the most right now northern ireland quiet. like recorded like ever had the highest temperatures the ever on northern irish ever, records ever in the history of recorded weather temperatures which is i think it was 31.8 degrees yeah i think it was in a town called bally so enjoy that one <laughs> Uh, Bally Whittacock. Fucking hell. <laughs> it was either Bally, it was either Bally Whittacock or Bally Watacock, and I was like, excuse me, what is that? How is oh, that dear Lord, is? please tell me it that? was Bally Watacock. <laughs> Bally Watacock, am I right? Like, what the fm- <laughs> fucking hell. Jesus. Oh, and oh, my bedroom God. is a literal sauna. I've just turned my fan mm. off and I'm already, uh, hating my life yeah we're gonna need to par through this one today guys because yeah it's uh it's intense it's quite yeah intense enjoy this speed but... episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe you're going for a run or something you know yeah <laughs> par through with us. Uh, but uh yeah let's get <laughs> let's get started with the our horoscopes sorry, I was, I was of the week just laughing at the thought of me going for a run <laughs> <laughs> that was just Would i just had never a moment myself but yeah let's get going my headline yes uh is and this is really sad because i'm actually really happy at the minute oh but my headline is another world is possible uh Mm. thanks okay what's wrong with this world right yeah i'm actually for for once co-star i'm doing okay could you like not throw these curveballs at me today just like predict like predict the end of time could you not do that maybe on my like weekly horoscope like maybe Maybe don't do that. But, but, but it does pertain to our very brief conversation that we had about democracy this week. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it does. We, yeah. After the last, was it after the last episode? Yeah. It was, or was it over message? It was over. It was over message, message wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was over message. Yeah, we had an interesting conversation about how democracy, I think, oh my God, it was after I started watching the Northern Ireland oh, yeah. documentary, yeah, wasn't it? it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which I am a significant way in. Yeah. And honestly, I sat down this afternoon to put an episode on and that was the point where I was like, fucking hell, I have to watch Love Island. Mm. And uh, then I sat here for the 
next four hours and watched Love Island. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but my icebreaker is fun today. Oh, I enjoy it. It makes me laugh. It is, I hope it's, well, I don't know if I hope it's the same as yours. It's What Your Friends Trying to Hide. Is that yours? Um, yeah, and my, the title of it is You're Trying to Hide Your Emotions from Yourself. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I've got for you. Ashley Weird is trying thing. to hide their emotions from themselves. Ah, and then Queen I of get first yours. Dates. Yes, and mine says about yeah. you, Mad hides their flaws behind a highly curated self-image. I don't know if that's untrue. I don't know if it is either. You'll, you'll be the only one to tell me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Queen of First Dates is trying to hide the fact that they're only pretending to know what they're doing. Oh. Uh, then they're, they're not hiding it very well. <laughs> <laughs> and my lovely friend Katie is trying to hide how attached she really is. Oh. So I'll tell her that's that. That's a sweet one. That's very innocent Isn't and sweet. It? I love that. Isn't it? Cute. She is quite innocent and sweet, in all fairness. <laughs> oh, um, my headline today says, you have to learn quickly right now. And I'm like, co-star. Is that, that's it? Yeah. Okay. You have to learn quickly right now. And I'm like. In a rapidly changing environment, I guess maybe you do. Maybe. Do I suppose, potentially. And then after that, it says, are you making rash decisions? And I'm like, girl, you just told me I had to like learn quickly. Like, what do you want yeah, from like, me? Yeah, like, I. You can't ask me to learn quickly and also stop making rash decisions. It doesn't like add you up. literally cannot have both of those. Things. I know. Why do you want two things at once, Kusari? You're giving me mixed messages and I don't like it. God. I don't like it. I also love that on their like do list for me that today is burner phone. Okay. Dodge, but I like it. <laughs> I love <laughs> that it knows how sketchy you are. Exactly. It's like <laughs> Hun, you get out your burner phone and you contact those paramilitaries that were after you before. Yeah. Like, you tell them. Our friendship today mm-hmm. says, Mad, you want connections that feel affectionate, Ooh. while Ashley needs a grand romantic gesture. <sighs> you're coming on too strong and too fast right now. Tell them you'll wait until they're ready. <laughs> Ask about their expectations. <laughs> And if I click on ask about their expectations, it says, as a Leo son, Ashley needs a creative force. Give them a wake up call. So I didn't get a phone call this morning, so I will be looking forward that to that tomorrow morning. You won't because I get up at like seven and you will not appreciate it. Well, I get up at seven usually. Do you? Well. Yeah, that is, I'm on uh, Ashley, that's a, that is a change. Oh no! Yeah, we last lived in the same city. Oh no! Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I could call Ashley at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and she would not have surfaced. Oh, completely. Because she not. used to go to sleep at like six in the morning. Oh, hundred percent. There, I have to. I mean, I'm gonna be. There's days that that still happens. There are days that that still happens. I love that. But to the most part, I um, I'm up with the sun these days. I'm very I'm also proud of you. Sometimes sleeping with the sun, but you know. Hey, both work. Yeah, it, for you it says. As a Gemini son, Mad wants an intelligent conversation. And then again says, tell them a secret. I'm like, guys. I've told like, her all my fucking Think of another secrets. instruction. Yeah. Well, I haven't. <gasps> I haven't. Do you have a secret to tell us? I do, but it's actually a, quite a secret. A non-podcast today. secret. A non... Well, I don't know if it's non-podcast secret. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm sure I can say because it's... Yeah, whatever. I mean, if you change your mind later, you can beep and or cut parts true. of True, true. That's true. But um, I'm, I think I'm only like, oh, can I say? Because it literally happened like today and yesterday. 
but <laughs> yeah we were going to maybe record this a little bit earlier today because we're both not doing anything else today you're off work I'm recovering from not sleeping for a week yeah. trying to get everything packed and <laughs> then I of course lost track of time today and I, it was just a whole big family chaos because I think I mentioned it in the the drunk story but I mentioned that there was an uncle who lived close to yeah the club we were going to and was like yeah he got kicked out of America for drink driving and all this stuff and uh, didn't he land down at our door on Sunday night having been kicked out of his partner's house and has just been in our house hiding from the world for the past two days and that was all our family drama this week just trying to like yeah that's intense it was uh and then uh, yeah the funny part was he broke our shower (gasps) I was like dude really Come on. really yeah, yeah. so i just like oh god so you currently have yeah. no do you have a bath we do have a bath okay so you have, have a way bath, that you so. can still facilitate yeah, washing. we can still yeah. we can still wash ourselves good but yeah no he's he's gone now he's fine he's reconciled with his his his, his partner so. still not reconciled with america but the partner that's no Mer- america has uh yeah america doesn't Close love it back unfortunately yeah, yeah. but you know, Aww. shit happens. So yeah, that's my secret for today. I have a chaotic family. I'm sure everybody can relate in some level. Everyone's yeah. got that uncle, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got that. I think I'm going to be that uncle in the future. Um, I hope I am. I, <laughs> I was about to say, I kind of aspire to be that uncle. <laughs> I feel like that's my goal in life. Chaotic energy. chaotic yeah. uncle. 100%. And the kids are just like, wow, what do you do with your life? And it's like, eh, and like, who knows? I just want kids to know that they can never fuck up as much as me. Also. Yeah. yeah. Anything's possible. Exactly. But you cannot surmount the fuck ups that I've had. You, know? <gasps> you think you've done the worst. Wait till you hear my, my stories. Exactly. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, everyone needs that uncle in their lives. It's um, For sure. It's a great thing to have. And if you don't have that uncle in your life, then can we be it? Let us be that uncle. Yeah, yeah please. honestly. Like, please. Yeah. If you want to hear something, oh, I don't know if I can say it in case my family are listening. <laughs> oh. I don't think they will be. Yeah, the only reason I said it is because I'm 100% sure that my family has no idea how to access podcasts in any way, shape or form. Yeah, so. I think my family do know how and so right. I'm not going to say the big fuck up that I did this week. Instead, <laughs> Ashley, okay. I'm going to ask you if we can take a toilet break because I need a wee. Let's do that. It's probably all the red wine. But yeah, um, I BRB, I'll be like two mints no worries i will swirl my ice around my mojito glass very soothingly and create a little bit of asmr for our lovely lovely listeners Ooh, isn't that lovely do you guys like asmr or are you kind of like oh my god this is disgusting get it out of my ears in which case i'm very sorry oh yeah i should i should also be talking more people do it and it's supposed to be really relaxing and really soothing and give you like satisfying tingles i don't know where nowhere inappropriate don't be disgusting okay but yeah please tell me please write into the instagram and tell us if this gave you tingles and if this if, if you want us to do an asmr episode or like a mini asmr episode because i fuck i could not do this for an hour you mad Episode, maybe on your Instagram. 
do that because I think this could be really funny to try and maintain for any length of time, really. <laughs> I had my headphones on for the whole time. So whilst I was weeing in the bathroom, I could just hear you whispering <laughs> seductively into the microphone. And uh, that was great. Um, I actually fucking love ASMR. During like really anxious periods in my life, Do that's you? definitely helped me to get to sleep. Oh yeah, I'm I'm into it. Don't oh, know what wow. it is. But oh, I'm I didn't realise you loved it. Oh wow. Yeah, I love that. Do you know I would sometimes so that was, watch. That was great for me. Oh thank. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Just for you, you know. I would sometimes watch like ASMR eating videos. Not so much for the ASMR, Ooh. but more for the food. But you. <laughs> I don't. Do you know Queen you know of what? First Date's biggest pet peeve? What? what? Sorry. What? It was her biggest pet peeve. Sorry. I'm just. I just realised a secret that I probably should have told you. This <gasps> way more podcast friendly, but like way more bizarre and weird and just. Oh strange, God! I can't wait. Strange thing about myself. <laughs> I, I for the longest time, before I was gonna eat a meal, I would watch ASMR eating videos as kind of like foreplay to the meal. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I guess, like, I, I, I guess, like, people would watch, like, Jamie Oliver and shit before cooking, so as inspiration. Yeah, but I, I just really I, love to watch them eat it, you know? <laughs> like, which grosses me out, and I also hate your use of the word foreplay before the meal. Like, that makes me feel, like, violently ill. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. I was trying to, like... Get myself excited to eat the food. I was just oh, like, God. trying to prepare my taste buds for the sensation that was about to occur. No, yeah. You're so right to have that first opinion because everyone else I've told has been yeah, like, good. are you fucking okay? Like, are you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't, know. I don't do it anymore, just so everybody is aware. But yeah, there was a time where that was a thing. Queen of first dates, her biggest pet peeve is noisy eaters. She fucking hates them. Right, yeah. To the point where when she was like a fairly like young teenager, like 12 or 13, Mm -hmm. her mother, under the premise of going to the dentist, drove her to a therapist without telling her to get her therapy for her like phobia of noisy eaters. And dropped her off saying, like, basically something along the lines of, this is for your own good, because if you don't sort this phobia out, you'll never get married. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, I don't and... know if that says more about Queen of First Dates, or the type of parenting that Queen of First Dates yeah. experienced as a kid, because that's interesting an interesting the choice. whole story is fucking traumatic i'm not gonna tell it all because it's not my story to tell, i mean it's it fucking sounds traumatic. quite traumatic yeah you won't get doesn't married it? from like i know <laughs> fuck me oh dear. um is she does she sh- is she okay with food now or is it i like... thought you're about to say is she is she married <laughs> <laughs> no well she's not <laughs> No, she still really hates noisy eaters. The the I think the therapy session was too traumatic to have any influence. And also it was like one session. Like it was a one right. time. Like how yeah. is that ever gonna Yeah, I don't think that's gonna productive. do very much. Oh god, speaking of which <laughs> we'll actually get onto a segment that we're supposed to be doing in a minute. <laughs> but I rang my dad. So I'm driving down to my dad's house. He lives about five a five hour drive from me. So it's gonna be mm. the biggest drive I've done. 
and he lives in Wales so you have to cross the Severn Bridge and there used to be a toll on it right. so I called my dad um, the other day to say like hi dad um, is the toll bridge still cash only do I basically like do I need to have cash on me and he was like no 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 the toll's cancelled and um, I'm going to the my dad's on Monday and my sister's coming on the Thursday and I said also I know that yeah there's no toll anymore there's no toll on oh. the toll bridge okay <gasps> you've frozen Oh, there you go. You're back. Hi. Hi. I see you. It says my internet connection is unstable. Um, Oh, God. But I also said to him, I was like, I know that Annie's coming on a Thursday, but I have therapy on a Thursday from five till six. So if we're going to have a big dinner or whatever, can we organise it after six o'clock? And he said, what do you mean you've got therapy? And I said, oh, I have online therapy from five till six. And he said, quote, what is therapy? And I said, I don't understand the question. And he said, what sort of therapy are you getting? And I said, psychotherapy. And he was like, what is therapy? And I was like, I just don't understand. Maybe he thought you meant physiotherapy or something. I was honestly like, I just... And, and we were both sitting there and I was like, I don't know what you're asking. And he was like, I don't know what you're asking. I was like... Uh, it was really stressful. I'm not asking um, you. I'm just asking you if you need cash for the tolls, Dad. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm just saying, can we have dinner after six? And do I need cash? Like, that's all. That's it. It's not a complicated oh, question. No. <laughs> Should we move on to our not really news segment today? I'm definitely not really Where news. I think we're going to discuss two things. Yes. I think we are going to discuss the fuckery that is Love Island. Indeed. And the potentially controversial use of the word guys. Yes. This is our Where should we begin? I think we should start with Love Island and see where that takes us. And then shimmy our way in. Shimmy into it. (laughs) Shimmy our way into our our controversial question of the week. Which, very enjoyable to have a question submitted for us to like actually do some research in and answer and get back to you guys on it. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. It wasn't really, it wasn't really a question. It was more like uh, a feedback slash criticism of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a question at all. We had some feedback, which was basically, (laughs) basically a lovely, wonderful, amazing listener. Um, sent me a message and said um you use the word guys quite a lot on the podcast and i find the word guys to be gender non-inclusive and could you potentially think about using a different word so me and ashley had a really interesting conversation about it at the end of last week's podcast we've both gone away and done a bit of um research and we're gonna bring our findings to you but we're gonna start i love that ashley's framed it as a controversial question but you know well you said you said we do you also said it was controversial i said it was controversial i did not yeah say it i said question. Question. i was taking it as a question i was taking it as like i can say yes or no to this <laughs> yeah could you stop using it no <laughs> and no. here's why <laughs> But um, oh, we we're gonna we'll we'll discuss Love Island first, yes. and we'll move on to 
um, our conversation that we had, our findings, yeah. and, and and where to go from here. Yeah, you know? also, for sure. Um, but yeah, let's start with Love so Island. Wow. And you give me your reaction, because I've seen, like, okay. most of this season so far, I've seen, like, <clears throat> bits of, like, a pretty good scope of okay. this season, and I saw half of 2019 season. So I'm curious, as a non-flyered <coughs> Love Island virgin, yeah. What yeah. are your thoughts on it yeah. as a as a show? Yeah. So I have never, and I mean never, watched Love Island before until this afternoon because my opinions of reality TV in general are fairly low. Um, and essentially, mm-hmm. I went onto YouTube this afternoon quite begrudgingly um, yeah. and searched Love Island highlights, and I found on Love Island's YouTube channel a playlist of 79 videos from which were supposedly highlights of this supposedly bearing in mind (laughs) are they highlights or no likes bearing Mm. in mind it's only been on for four fucking weeks uh and but lots of the videos were quite short and and really annoyingly so the videos are in chronological order starting with the newest video first which is obviously not the way i want to watch them i want to watch it oldest video first yeah and there's no way to reverse the playlist, so I had to manually mm. go in and like click on each video, which was fucking annoying. That is like because they're YouTube, so short, like every two minutes having to like it honestly. Re-click. And like sometimes, if I didn't click fast enough, it would just play the next one, but the next yeah. one would be the one that I'd watched before. Yeah. And like, surely they should have a feature to just reverse the fucking playlist. You would like, think. Why do they not? You would think. Yeah. So mm. anyway, that that's just some feedback for you, YouTube. Yeah sort it out listen up buddy Um, not a question just some feedback okay (laughs) Uh, don't don't like think that you can just impose your own opinion onto the statement (coughs) you know like yeah yeah yeah. because that would be wrong yeah to do to feedback yeah why would and we're not gonna do that why would anybody do that to feedback nope (laughs) (laughs) oh god um but so i i made it a solid like I probably made it, I watched about 40 videos. I watched, the majority of them I watched in anti-chronological order, so I watched from the end. I don't know if that's called anti-chronological order, (laughs) probably not. (laughs) Reverse chronological order. Um, And then I watched a couple, like, of the really recent ones, just so I felt a bit up to date. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, And about an hour and a half into my watching, Mm -hmm. I realised that I was really quite hooked and, like... I wanted to watch more okay. and I wanted to know what happened. Yeah. And then half an hour later, I dropped back to reality and I realised that I genuinely believe that the show is the scum of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand why I have all of the feelings that I have about reality TV. Mm-hmm. I It scares the shit out of me that I know for a fact that young teenagers are watching this. Yeah. And I mean 12 year olds. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because they come and ask me if I'm watching it and yeah. I'm like no I've got a fucking life <laughs> also can I just say like the time commitment that it <clears throat> must take to watch an hour of this I think it's on like six days a week yeah what the fuck yeah um, I think the show is generally based around putting women in competition against each other <clears throat> and for entertainment, and I think that's fucking awful. Um, the only thing I think I can commend it on mm-hmm. 
is some of the genuine friendships that that come about between men and women who are in no way in relationships with each Mm -hmm. other sexually attracted to each other Um, and i think there is this kind of big societal question which i'm really not sure why it is a big societal question about like can men and women ever really be friends when the answer is like of course they fucking can like what the fuck is wrong with you Mm -hmm. um but i think that's really good to show that like they're on a tv show which is essentially pushing them to fight for relationships for money and there are people who get along so well and could pretend to be in a relationship to essentially win the money and yet because of their genuine friendship they actually don't do it and i think Mm. that's really nice to see um and that's it apart from that there's there's no redeeming features to the show Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely yeah. get it. What did you think about their <clears throat> disability representation this season? Uh, was there any? That was also my question because apparently there is. Oh, oh, yeah. What? Yeah. One of the con- can I just Google this at the moment? Yeah, you can, of course. <clears throat> I thought it was Who? interesting because I Hugo. Not sorry. D- disabilities do not have to be visible. That is not me. But oh no, but yeah, of course, of course. That's there is. Oh, I can't see any. Like no, yeah. Um, no, it's an interesting question. I think because like it does. I think tread a fine line between like, you know, asking the question of is it disability representation if you literally after watching the entire season would have no idea who has a disability. Or is it Hmm. not disability representation because they're trying to avoid that, but like also trying to tick a box at the same time to say, yes, we are representing, but also we don't want to tell you in case that makes it weird for you to watch. I don't know. I feel very weird about it. Oh, so this is what I found. Mm Hugo Hammond is one of the 11 faces who will join the show for the launch of its 2021 series and he says that he hopes to show people that having a disability does not mean you don't have a right to find love. The 24-year-old PE teacher was born with a club foot and is Love Island's first contestant with a physical disability. Hugo says he considers himself not a disabled person but just a person who has a disability. Uh, if I can set a great example for people and show people that having a disability does not mean that you can't be mainstream or it doesn't mean that I don't have the right to find love and things like that, then that'd be great. And I would love to be the torchbearer for that, he said. Hugo added he is very comfortable with his disability and said, I am very lucky that I had supportive parents growing up and they got all my operations done at an early age. So to be honest, I don't really remember it that much. So essentially when he was a child he had operations to reverse the disability which i know doesn't mean that he is no longer disabled but also that is quite different Mm -hmm. to currently having a physical disability i I don't know what the current status is of after having the operations i don't know if the operations completely correct everything i don't know I mean, but I will and again, say that the first time I noted, I realized that, that this was a thing was when I saw an article saying, like, uh, a, an opinion piece about Love Island trying to do disability representation this year. And I was like, that's interesting that that's happening. And the person's opinion was that it's great because it's not talked about, it's not addressed, it's not like the disability isn't like, like, 
forced as like their identity they're given the space to just like be who they are and like it's it's like it's completely yeah. not it's like completely inconsequential if they have a disability or not but, but is i it would say how is that disability representation if yeah yeah exactly if, if nobody, nobody knows, knows that it is exists <laughs> would, it, would, how... a, would, a, would a disabled person like visible or non-visible identify watch that with and them. be able to identify with that unless they did all this research and like find out yeah because unless you google not... it you don't you're not gonna know i don't think and Another thing that I want to comment on is uh, the queer representation in Love Island. Oh my god, this pisses me off uh, so much. Which was non So before you go on to that in a second, the reason yeah. why I'm so kind of irritated by Love Island trying to say that they're doing disability representation is because the uh, one of the creators of Love Island, who also said what you're about to say about queer representation, said that mm. he didn't want... He, he wanted to, you know include disabled people in love island but he also wanted people to be attracted to each other and i thought that that was the most disgusting thing i'd ever heard in my life so for them to then say that they're doing disabled representation yeah really kind of makes me a bit angry i'm like that's Mm. you can't you can't say you can't say that and then be like tick a box with hugo who i don't know it just i don't know it just doesn't sit right with me but then, no. of course, you've got no. this queer issue as well, which you go ahead. <clears throat> Where they, they, and I am now quoting from uh, one of the bosses at ITV who who makes Love Island, who said, in terms of gay islanders, I think the main challenge is regarding the format of Love Island, there's a sort of logistical difficulty because although islanders don't have to be 100% straight, the format must sort of give them equal choice when coupling up. So essentially, it doesn't fit into uh, the lovely, neat for like format that they've got. Yeah. But like, honestly, I think it would be so much more fun, true, and interesting. I think the format if you had is boring. Sorry, if but you, it is. if you had no idea what sexuality people were, mm-hmm. you had to go on like. If people didn't outrightly say, you had to go on different dates with people, get to know different people, and, like, do you know what? Like, nobody needs to out their sexuality at any point, necessarily. There's no assumed sexuality. Everyone is just randomly put up on dates. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just pick men or women or both or whatever. And, like, if you're bi, you can still just go with men or just with women. Or you can go with both. And if you're straight, that's fine. And you can date other... Like, it's just, like... Yeah, and also... Surely that's more fun. The comment doesn't make sense because the whole point of the recoupling is that there are some people left out. So, like, like... Exactly. And there's people in there who, even though they're straight, they're in couples because they're friends. So how is that any different to people of two yeah. different sexualities being in couples because they're yeah. friends? And they're in couples where they definitely don't fancy the other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's shocking. Thing. Like, I just it, think it's such a fucking ridiculous thing to such say. Such a stupid um, thing. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. I just, like... And you know what? Like, the way that they put each other up against... Like, uh, the way that they put people against each other and put friends mm-hmm. against each other and put men against men and women against women and men and women against each other. Like, it doesn't shock me that multiple ex-contestants and people that have worked on the show have ended up committing suicide and really, yeah. really struggling with their mental health. Like, that... Yeah. It is not a shock because no. if you are... 
and I know that this is not necessarily the reason. I know that there were lots of other things going on behind the scenes for those people, but yeah, if you are still in a in a situation where you're made to feel like everybody is your competition, and made to feel inferior to other people, made to feel like you're never good enough, made to feel like everybody around you is playing games all the time. Like, how can that be good for your mental health? How? Yeah. How? No, it just and just the uh, environment is so bizarre. Like, and the way that they try to frame a show that's all about like drama and intrigue and gossip as if it's like got the purest intentions ever of just trying yeah. to find true love but of course also and, for 50 grand it's like what yeah and the idea that like again it's this societal idea of like but you have to be in a relationship to be mm-hmm. happy right like oh yeah none like so oh much. if you've not found love in here it's fine because maybe you'll find it outside or maybe you're just like doomed to be sad forever yeah. because you can't find love yeah. and like actually like no like that's that's just not the the way that life works it's so weird. and like like it's like the way that they treat the people who haven't been in romantic couples it's like it's okay you'll you'll it'll the right time will come along the right person will come along yeah. it's like dude it's been a month like what like yeah why it's weird that you're expected to just jump into this massive commitment with someone over yeah. the space of four weeks are you insane and the love is so manufactured like there was oh, a bit yeah. where fuck i don't know their names but there was a bit where like and I got it from this one girl's perspective where, like, she had pretty much... I can't... I don't know their fucking names. There was a blonde girl and she's with a quite short guy with tattoos. Oh, and they've yeah. been, like, I think in a relationship Jake pretty much from the start. And yeah, Jay... Jay? Jacob? Jake and uh, Liberty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And basically, Jake likes blonde girls and Liberty is blonde and some more blonde girls came <laughs> so in therefore, and Jake match. had a conversation. Yeah, Jake had a conversation with one of the blonde girls and Liberty was really upset and I got it because they had been this loyal couple like since the start. But also, it had been three weeks and they're on the show to play a fucking game. Like, yeah. I really do get it from Liberty's perspective. Like, I 100% get it. But yeah. also, like... I, like but you've known each other for three weeks it's not like you're yeah. in love with each other gonna get married like you're you how can you have this like it's, perfect relationship and commitment and like oh it just really it just baffles me no yeah it completely baffles me like and yeah. oh there was just a interaction that really bugged me between aaron and sharon um oh, <gasps> oh yeah yeah oh, it, it when really... sharon got was it who but who like I don't want to be like, whose side were you on? Because <laughs> I, but well, yeah. I was on Sharon's side and then yeah. I wasn't on Sharon's side anymore because it was like, basically it stemmed, the whole situation stemmed from a conversation that they had at breakfast one day where he was asking her like, do you want kids? And she was like, well, not really right now. I would have to be with the right person because I have been with people who haven't wanted to share the house labor tasks and I would really only think about kids if I was with somebody who was 100% all in for doing all of the tasks with me all of the time and he was like oh like just a bit put off by the statement as if it's not common decency to ask for shared responsibility of shared tasks within a household right in a relationship with somebody and then also he went to the guys after and was like 
yeah she like she, she's not sure if she wants kids and yeah she just really likes her job and I just don't think that I think she's just scared for a man to be the main breadwinner and I was like that's your takeaway from that conversation are you that's kidding me so from the highlights reel that I watched mm-hmm. the the breakdown of the Sharon Aaron relationship it made it out to be when Hugo made a comment about fake women and that Sharon had her lips done and Sharon got part, really upset. Yeah. And Hugo's response, she got upset and she went and had a conversation with Hugo who was like one of her best friends and they made up and they just had this conversation. Yeah. And Aaron's response was like, like basically when Hugo was making these comments, mm-hmm. Sharon was like, a, like visibly uncomfortable yeah. and said in front of everyone, like that's really ignorant. Yeah. And Aaron was basically like, oh, I just don't like someone who, like, starts shouting and making a a big issue and blah, blah, blah. And from the highlights reel, like, she hadn't really done that. Yeah. She had been visibly upset, which is fine. Like, you're allowed to be upset. She'd said that's really ignorant. She did have quite a passionate conversation conversation. with Hugo. Like, she did go back and forth with him for quite some time. But yeah, like, Hugo was definitely up for the conversation and they came out of it perfectly fine. And then, yeah, yeah... then Aaron was kind of like, yeah, kind of not interested in women who behave like that. And then he said, but also the kids thing, you know? And it's like, dude, at no point did she say she didn't want kids. She just no. said that I want somebody to share the labor tasks with me. And you read that as, well, that's not possible. So you mustn't want kids. And it's just like, yeah. that's fair enough if that's not the situation that you want as well and I think it's fair enough you breaking up with her because clearly you're two very different people so I respect that 100% and I was kind of like come on Sharon like girl you saw his response when you talked about kids why would you even consider pursuing something like this like don't get upset about it and I did respect that he was like do you know what we're different it's done but yeah to highlight the thing of like you just react really badly and you don't want kids and that's just yeah it's like those are two things that genuinely just didn't happen and it's like no that's really concerning that you're putting all that on her you can totally say like yeah we have different opinions on kids and that's fine and we also have different like temperaments and that's also fine but I just don't see us meshing that's all true but to say you do this and you don't want that and this is why it's like come on man like you mad yeah and to get like I just think to get involved in an argument that you're not part of that wasn't even the biggest argument ever and was sorted out quite happily between the two people whose argument it was and then be like that's the reason oh I think that like it's just shocking like it was yeah I was I was not into it not at all so that's my take on Love Island I saw a very interesting comment on well I saw somebody on Instagram put a tweet like screenshot a tweet and put it on their Instagram yeah. story and um someone had tweeted out being like why have you got to the part where like the two new blonde girls are like injected into the villa yeah Lucinda yeah. and Millie. Millie that's her name yeah um someone tweeted out being like why are all the boys in the house so obsessed with Lucinda and someone replied to that tweet being like it's because she looks 16. And I was like, that's an interesting take. Fuck. That's a really interesting take. And also a very horrifying thing to also then notice now. Like, I'm looking at her again and I'm like, shit, 
Yeah. That is really She looks scary. the youngest she does look like there. A child. She does. And she kind of gets on like one as well. Yeah. It's, fucking hell. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of mad. Really scary. And I can't. That's really yeah, scary. Isn't it? it uh, you can't unsee no, that once you've seen no. it. No. And then to kind of see all and the men. And they were. Like, they all. Is, all of the men went insane. They fell over and their all of the, heels trying to get Every to her. single, like, all of them that had been like, I'm air quoting, but coupled mm-hmm. for the whole show were like, they were like, oh, are you all really set in your partnerships? And they were like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 we're not. No, 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 no loyalties. You're in really early days. Don't know where we stand. Like, and it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, and they hadn't got to know this girl. No. Like, it was not like no. true love. I mean, she is like, gorgeous. Like, she is shocking. objectively oh my really God, good yeah. looking. But, like, but she is the most infantilized like, girl in there. And it's kind of oh, disturbing absolutely. to now, like, put they're those all beautiful. Things together. Like, all of the women are beautiful. Yeah, all of the ones are, all of their, they yeah, are sure. all gorgeous women and they all kind of somewhat look the same as well. So it's like, like, this is it. There was one point where when Chloe came in and Faye, everyone was basically like, oh, they fancy Chloe over Faye. Yeah. And Faye was like, to on the like video diary camera thing that they do was like, oh, it's really weird that they're all saying that when we look the fucking same. And I was like, yeah, yeah you fucking do. Yeah. Like, you literally look yeah, the same. Yeah, exactly do. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are all cookie-cutter women, and, like... Yeah, it's fine. They're not, obviously. Do They've you? got their own personality. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. but like, exterior-wise, it's, like, blonde hair, the, that type of yeah. dress sense, and, like, the same yeah. type of makeup that, that is popular yeah. right now, I suppose. And Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's just... I... I also just think it's really funny because like I've been like keeping up somewhat with like the trends that are going on on TikTok and like the new kind of ways that teenagers I mean also TikTok is very specified to your interests and what you respond to so I I could be speaking Mm -hmm. from a very biased perspective here but for my it's definitely a teenager app so a lot of the people you see there or see on there are teenagers and it just seems like that kind of Kylie cosmetics like oversized lips and like really like glamorous dramatic eye makeup and massive lashes and like you know all this contouring it just seems like it's not in style anymore (laughs) and you only really see girls doing it of like like 23 and up it's not really something that teenagers seem to be participating in anymore at least no teenagers that I try to keep up with on good old TikTok because I'm apparently ancient but I would largely agree from like a school perspective as well in terms of the makeup. I think that lashes are still a massive thing. Mm. And like a girl came to me at school the other day and said, oh, miss this morning, I had to go to my friend's house to get some false lashes. And like, thank God she lent me some because if she didn't, like I would not have come to school. I'd have been too self-conscious. And that like that, broke, honestly, it broke my fucking heart. That's insane. Um, But, I, I and she meant it. Like I know 100% she meant it. But apart from that, like, the makeup tends to be, like, fairly muted mm. in general. I suppose like, maybe, I don't know if that's just because it's a school or I don't know what your school rules are around, like, makeup or jewellery or anything, but... It's fairly, like, I mean, it has to be, like, natural, mm. but, like, you could wear, like, foundation and eyeliner and mascara and, like, you'd be fine. But a lot of the girls just don't massively. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was Unless interesting it. that, like... Like, this is, like, Love Island, like, a very popular show. Also, like, very much geared towards, like, young people. And just the styles that everyone is kind of exhibiting 
just don't seem to be stylish anymore. Not that I'm, you know, a pinnacle or the, like the master of style. Fashion queen, uh, yeah. Literally. But like, just this whole like, I don't know. I also think that kids are generally a lot more fat, like eco-conscious. So like this whole like boohoo, PLT, <sighs> all this kind of stuff, pushing all this shit and like teeth whitening and hair growth pills. and Feels like our generation's issue. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the younger generations. It feels like we're really like, passing that on almost and it's like ooh, don't know if this yeah. is what we really should be put, taking taking on board for ourselves and then also trying to hand it down like it just it seems very I don't know the tone just seems not really on the market for what is actually up and coming to yeah. younger people these days speaking of uh gender roles and feminine representation yes. how do you Ashley feel about the use of the word guys for me, well, I think this was the conclusion that I came from after a very long and windy conversation with you and myself in my head for hours and days after I, after <laughs> you told me about this. Because <laughs> just the idea of like, I was really like, what? Like so confused by the whole thing. And I think I kind of realized that like I, the use of my language is very much reflective of my relationship with gender as a concept yeah. in general and also yeah and, and that and because of that I suppose it's very specific the reason why I use language the way that I do and it it's you know it's very specific to me and therefore probably doesn't appeal or apply to most other people and that's probably a blind spot for me but I use the language that I use to refer to myself and to refer to other women and I tend to lean more towards masculine tendencies or terms probably because I feel more connected to that kind of form of expression and I also kind of realize that I don't like as much as I would if somebody would look at me and would be like yeah you've got a very female body I also feel so disconnected from my body I have absolutely no feel like really very neutral neutral feelings towards the flesh prison that is my body oh I love that in cases the person that is me I I genuinely just see my body as the vehicle that leads me through like lets me interact with the world and I am the person up in my head who has all these rambly rambly thoughts and the person in my head doesn't have a gender okay, the, the world might look at my body and gender my body and, okay, yes, my body has, like, a, a biological sex assigned to it and I don't really care too much about that. I just yeah. want people to... Okay, if you want to perceive me as a woman, that's fine. I don't mind partaking in feminine care tasks that are, yeah. you know, as- associated and assigned, assigned to my body. Assigned to women, yeah. But... I in my head I'm going to be pursuing and consuming myself and like like entertaining myself and pursuing things that are just you know pertain to me and those things are not gendered in any way and my thoughts don't feel gendered and therefore my language to me is neutral and I typically prefer masculine terms when in reference to myself because for some reason that's more comfortable for me 
I would feel very yeah. uncomfortable if I was in a group of women, for example, and this does happen, and they said, hi, ladies, I'd feel disgusting <laughs> if somebody said oh, that. Yeah. And people <laughs> do say that. My friends say that. And it's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they're my friends. Yeah. But it makes me cringe if anyone was to call me a woman, a lady, a girl. Yeah. I hate it. And not because I have some kind of weird, like, ingrained misogyny. It's just because... It doesn't feel, I don't identify to like yeah. be so feminine, to be so overtly like feminized and like be seen that way. Yeah. Which is why I tend towards masculine terminology in my speech towards myself and other women specifically. Yeah. Um, I, I also tend towards more feminine speech when I'm speaking to men because I want to see how they react to that. And then I gauge how much yeah. I like them. Because and if they respond positively I, to feminine terms, I'm like, you're okay. If they don't, you're yeah. not okay to me. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I go about the world. Um, I I think I have a similar view, but maybe to a lesser extent. Like, I, if I were asked to give my pronouns, or if I have them put anywhere, I would list them as she, they. Not because I don't recognise myself as female, because I do, and I would definitely describe myself as, like, um cis Mm -hmm. but because i think that they should be the norm of pronouns like i think that we should normalize using they because like i don't understand why we wouldn't yeah yeah and i would never be upset or offended if anybody referred to me as they no or actually if anybody used masculine like the amount of times that kids call me sir and then they're like (gasps) and i'm like it's fine. Yeah. Like that's okay. It's like not an insult. You, like, <laughs> like no, and I like I understand that you have made a genuine mistake and that was an accident for you. Yeah. But I am not upset or offended and nor should I be those things. Like it's not a big deal because gender is a construct. Yeah. And I think that the reason that I feel feminine and female is because I have been socialised to feel feminine and female as opposed to other things. But in a similar way, I know that me and Ashley both went to all-girls schools Mm -hmm. and I hated teachers that called us girls or ladies to the point where we had a PE teacher and we used to count the amount of times that she said it in a lesson because that was how she referred to us. And it was embarrassing it was uncomfortable we used to laugh about it because we yeah. didn't know how to react to it yeah like it was it just feels awful like i hated it if massively yeah. and and as a group of women at an all-girls school it was the norm for us to be referred to as guys yeah same and i now would refer to my mixed gender pupils as guys and i don't think twice about it and i i found it really interesting that this was brought up and i um asked people on instagram how they felt about it and i had like i I mean i only put this up like a few hours ago and i had quite an overwhelming like response um to it and um in the few hours that it's been on i've had 55 votes on whether or not guys is gendered Mm -hmm. and 48 people have said no and seven people have said yes the majority of those seven people are women or people who um identify as non-binary uh i think all but one and suggestions for other terms are as follows and i want to see how you feel about them okay Somebody said 
I use dudes, babes, or bitches. And I think that all of those are much more gendered than guys. Same. I also use all of them. I also use all of them, but I do feel a bit more like, oh shit, are people thinking I'm gendering them when I use those terms, which is not a thought I have when I say guys. Guys, no Which is interesting in itself. Lots, lots of people said peeps. Um, yeah. which just doesn't feel it's just not how I speak to me to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um someone said I use team or all at work and squad at home, which I can get mm-hmm. behind that. Yeah. Squad. But definitely. again, I don't know if I could at school. Yeah. Like no, as yeah. a teacher, I can't like team would probably be the most appropriate. Mm-hmm. Squad's a bit. So it's like squad, <laughs> your squad. <laughs> be like, whoa. But it's still it doesn't like like there's there is a hierarchy at school no, yeah, whereby for sure. I am and and that doesn't necessarily represent that yeah. someone said I say friends which again I can get behind but not yeah. in all situations no yeah, um, true. someone just said everyone like hey everyone instead yeah. of hey guys yeah fine yeah works folks. it just seems a little bit distanced I suppose everyone yeah guys seems a bit more Lots friendly of people have said folks Folks. which is fine oh i have a personal distaste towards the word folks but that's and that's also just fine. me and then someone someone american said y'all which i can get behind if you're american but it if doesn't work american. in my accent no hey y'all 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 yeah no i y'all sound like a moron someone messaged saying cunts that was actually emmett I who does love that. music I, which that's I rate, my favorite again, one that's my absolute favorite one <laughs> hey cunts <laughs> It doesn't work in school. <laughs> no, and also you could consider it gendered, I suppose. Yeah, as it is uh, a, w- a word used to describe the female genitalia. Yeah, and considered the worst um, swear word you could ever utter. Funny, oh yeah. funny that. And, yeah. I, and I hated it until I watched a really good TED talk about the use of the word cunt. And I love I the word cunt really recommend, so much. I, I hated it until I watched this TED talk and I will find out what it's called in a minute and recommend it to you. I would love to but listen to it because I love it I got, already but I want to learn why so I love good. it. <laughs> the last message I got was the message that said, um, guys is not gendered in my head and neither are the phrases lads or dudes. Right, um, And yeah. I don't... I think lads is gendered only because I would normally use it to refer to lad culture. Yeah, I mean, I think... But apart um, from that, yeah. I, yeah, I think I would I would use lads and dudes if I was referring to, like, a group of women who were my friends yeah. for fun. Um, but I would also have in my head, like, not that I'd be concerned necessarily, but also, like, Especially because for the past four years, most of my friends have been people who have English as a second language. I was yeah. always like second guessing, like, are they, I hope they're on board with the fact, like the way that I'm trying to use this word. Whereas guys seems to just be completely neutral to whoever I'm speaking yeah. to. Um, and I just thought it was really interesting because I was doing like a lot of research of like, what, like, because I just then kind of realized like maybe I was also asking a lot of my friends um, who's... Uh, language their second language is English and saying like well what do you think about this this and this because I kind of realized that like the context is so dependent on whether I read guys as being gender neutral or not because if I was to say oh look like there is a guy on the street I would of course be referring to a male person and if I was to say oh look there's a group of guys I would 
be referring to a group of men or males and but like also I wouldn't go up to that said group of guys and say hey guys hey guys I wouldn't say that I would I just wouldn't but if it was a group of women I would go up and say hey guys hey guys massively and if it was a group of mixed genders then I'd say hey guys but I would never use guys as an exclusively masculine word and I would almost use it more as a feminine address than as a masculine address it's really interesting yeah it is very interesting I've had like honestly like people are still voting like I've just Mm -hmm. gone on again to the poll now and the vote count has gone up since yeah um because I think people are quite invested in this as well it's very Um, interesting because it's just such a like normal term that we don't really question it has made me consider my use of language Mm -hmm. it has definitely made me consider it in the classroom yeah especially linked to students who might be more more than it would female students yeah Yeah. i I think it has made me question how it has made non-binary or otherwise gendered people who do not fit into male or female more than it has women like yeah. i don't think it's gender non-inclusive for women yeah but i think it might appear gendered to people who don't fit into a gender binary and because yeah. of that i think it has changed the way i will approach language in the classroom yeah. and i think that's the interesting part in it for me also because i'm not concerned about women feeling excluded when they're talking to me i don't know if i need to be i don't know if that's no. a really ignorant statement to make but i just i just don't feel concerned about it and i'm also not super concerned with cis people how feeling men. uncomfortable about, yeah. about being gendered I am yeah. really concerned about how non-binary and trans people feel about being gendered and my concern because would be if I made a trans woman feel like not, ex- not excluded, excluded. Um, yeah. Yeah, so therefore included, a woman sorry, yeah. but like you know like someone who yeah. went through that process feel excu- excluded or that would be somebody my non-binary like if the word yeah. guys is in some way a binary word, mm-hmm. which, like, again, is difficult for me to judge as someone who, f- like, m- more likely than doesn't fits into a gender binary, yeah. it's difficult for me to judge whether guys is a binary word, as opposed to words like peeps or folks. I could see how guys could be a binary word, yeah. and I don't, like, the last thing that I want to do is make people who have throughout history been excluded yeah. feel excluded from spaces yeah exactly especially educational spaces yeah any space so it has like it's definitely given me something to think about mm-hmm. but i think in my general use of the word guys for like groups of my friends like i will always use it when i'm in my housemates group chat like hey guys like i don't yeah. think it will change that um and i don't think it will change on the podcast although i'm happy to try out other words but i think of like people on the podcast as my friends but then again if i think it's potentially excluding non-binary folks then i should change it Mm, yeah i think i don't know it's such a tough one i think yeah that's that is it is a tough one because i i think naturally when i am aware that i'm around non-binary people i am just more careful of my language in general and i do like really hyper fixate and taking into consideration how is this being read because I realize that I am definitely read as a cis woman and so yeah I need to make sure that I'm not acting like a cis woman because I don't want to be read that way Uh, yeah um so 
yeah so like it is just interesting because as someone who like is would be read as a cis woman doesn't feel in any way aligned as being a cis woman but also doesn't even have any strong opinions on how I want people to really refer to me that's where I come from in the use of the word guys but I really understand if there's someone who struggles with that a lot more than I have and has a lot more specific needs to feel accepted and represented and feel included um yeah and that's kind of what I would want to hear from I suppose if there's anybody listening anyone at Instagram um on wise up or on Maddie's or on mine who feels like like they that there is like that they have suggestions for us because yeah I've been trying to rack my brain of like what are alternatives that feel comfortable and like fit in with my like uh way of yeah speak like my natural speaking patterns and like trying to like um and then also just feels comfortable for me to say is like coming from the yeah. p- position on gender that I come from um and so I would really value other people's input on this and see like what they honestly like please if you have suggestions or just any input on the conversation in general like we are so happy for this to be a conversation that continues so please do like let us know um and we in no way want anyone to feel excluded from our podcast our conversations our like way of being being like we don't that's not something we want so no definitely not please keep input coming keep it coming and the TED Talk that I want to recommend is by a woman called Kate Lister and it is called An Honest History of an Ancient and Nasty Word. Ooh. But if you just Google TED Talk cunts, it will come up as the first one. <laughs> I love that. Perfect. <laughs> Shall we speed through some holiday stories? Yeah, in general theme with our love island uh i guess themed episode the fact that it's my i'm officially on school holidays you're on summer and as of tomorrow i'm actually going on holiday i don't know if you can see this actually (gasps) behind me oh this is like this is packing for three separate holidays that i'm going on in a row so yeah oh wow yeah it's going so tomorrow i am going to um sherborne in I think it's in Dorset or Devon. Um, okay. For my partner's brother's a military dinner. Um, okay. And I nice. love the military. <laughs> I hope you could Very hear good. the sarcasm well in my voice. Um, yeah. So I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, mm. I'm, re- I'm excited to get dressed up. I love a free dinner. Yeah. I really get on with his family and I'm looking forward to seeing them again. Um mm. And he is well aware that I might have too many drinks and start shouting about how much I hate everyone in the room. So, And I think that's that. a fair compromise. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, there we go. I'm going to go, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I actually am quite looking forward to, like, the getting dressed up part It's going it. to be a nice yeah. break, and it's going to be a fun evening, Massively. I'm sure. because Free food, free alcohol. Just forget that it's the military right it's, um it's a charity event imagine i wish it was mm. and then if only i know from there i'm going for a few days camping in the cotswolds we're doing two nights at a campsite one night of wild camping and then one night in an airbnb and then from there Ooh. i am i know fancy that sounds fantastic and from there i'm driving up to my dad's house and spending a week in wales so i've got like 
Beautiful. A military dinner bag packed, a camping bag packed, and a Wales bag packed. You're so on top of everything. Fuck me, it's been stressful. Congrats to you. Thanks. So that's that holiday. Um, I've had a tease me with all these holidays. 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 We're going Australian again. Time tease me with all these holidays. Don't tempt me. (laughs) Don't tempt me because I'll do it. No, (laughs) you won't. Teasing me with all these. No, I I cannot. In case you didn't realize, cannot. Um, You're teasing me with all these holidays when I'm in quarantine for the next ten days. I know, but when you're out of quarantine, it'll be so close till I come to Belfast. Woo woo. Do you know what I was thinking? Because my friend gave me the idea. We can also discuss it more off the podcast and not not force oh everybody to listen to our planning preparations. I was thinking, potentially, if there's, you know, if people are interested, we could potentially do a video podcast. Oh, shit. That sounds good. We Because we'll be together. We'll I be have together. been... I've got cameras. Honestly, the we logistics do of doing a podcast together kept me up awake last night. I was like... <laughs> Do we sit around one microphone? Do we do it on one computer? Like, how does this work? I also need to figure it out. I was wondering, we need to test it. Uh, <laughs> I'll try and test it somehow. But I was wondering if we plugged our mics into the same computer. Can it register them separately? But then do we, like, know. on Audacity, you could only have one input. Can you not? I'm anyway, know. I have no idea. We will, we will <laughs> practice off air and have this conversation off air, but it yes. did keep me awake yes. last night. Good. Yeah, I also was thinking, but we can figure it out for sure. It'll work. I've got some holiday stories from our lovely, lovely listeners. <sighs> Are you ready? I am more than ready. I have finished my mojito, sadly, but oh, I'm ready fun. to hear the stories. <laughs> um, so, my first story it says. On my way to Germany, it was my first ever solo flight. Somebody pickpocketed me in the terminal and all together took about £750. It was all of my pounds and euros. Isn't that awful? Imagine that being your first ever solo flight. Like, fuck. You would feel like shit. And that's a fucking lot of money. That is awful. Like, that is a fuck ton of money. Was a fu- like a fu- he nearly lost a bag yeah a rack i don't know what the kids are saying these days for a grand but like that's so much oh my isn't God. it our my lovely friend dan peace this story made me laugh oh full named fully named uh, we just i just love dan peace <laughs> and he's the, one of those people that like you can't just say one of the names like it has to be the full no. name it has to be the full name. Me and Dan Peace had a very friendly, banterful argument about the Euros final, and I really enjoyed it. Aww. Miss you, Dan. <laughs> Shout was out so to Dan Peace. Confused and sad why no one wanted to support England. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not get me also admitted, about the Euros. No, no, no. And then also admitted that uh, he didn't take any Northern Irish history courses when he was at Queen's. So I was like, yeah. well, maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, uh. Dan said, someone stole my trousers when I left them in the changing rooms of a hotel rooftop oh, no. pool. Oh, no. uh, continuing on, I basically had to walk back through the hotel in boxes and a t-shirt. Oh, which. Shit. Honestly, I think I would have sooner gone in my swimsuit than I would have put my underwear on. I was also just thinking, why not just continue to wear your shorts? Like, but hey, Stampy's did his thing. Well, I suppose (laughs) he wanted to maybe shower, but yeah, shower in your room. I don't know, whatever. That is you, Dan. You just Um, do you in your boxer shorts. 
Someone said, <laughs> once a ceiling collapsed on me in my sleep in a B&B and the B&B refused to give me a refund. <laughs> <laughs> in a B&B, the two things you are expected to be able to do are sleep the bed. and eat breakfast. <laughs> like <the> breakfast. <laughs> I would have like I would have been giving them a zero star review if that is even possible. What the fuck? How much was the B and B? Is what I want to know. Yeah, same. Like, was it Spenny? I fucking yeah. better not have been. That better have been a twenty been. pound. Even if even if it was twenty quid, you deserve. You still that deserve that refund. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> but still, um, I want to know what kind of establishment we're dealing with here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it can't be a great one, right? Surely not. Doesn't sound like it. Definitely doesn't sound so, like it. Can you it. name and shame? Because <laughs> we want to make sure we're not going there. Yeah, I don't want to go to that one. I've got two stories from the same person, which Brilliant. just fucking killed me because uh, <laughs> I love them so much. I know 100% they'll be listening. And I think when you just put these two stories together, it just tells you a lot about this person. Perfect harmony. Love it. The first one said, a holiday memory losing my virginity after the guy paid reception 50 pounds to let me stay in his hotel room how sexy <laughs> surely you just go up to the hotel room is that room, considered like... prostitution oh. <laughs> i'm sure potentially sex work i mean she didn't get the money so yeah, she didn't get the money but he was technically paying, paying for, sex. for sex but he she just didn't get any of the so she is not a sex worker, but well, he did solicit sex, right? It sounds like it. Should he be prosecuted? Should we phone someone? <laughs> <laughs> and the second story says, in a sunny beach on Bul... Oh no, it's the same story! In a sunny beach on Bulgaria, in Bulgaria. So the hotel it's was the- <laughs> on a sunny beach in Bulgaria. It wasn't... Are you sure it wasn't sunny no. beach? The place? Oh, I don't know. In sunny in beach, Bulgaria? Bulgaria. Yeah, maybe. In yeah, sunny, sunny beach, beach Bulgaria. Yeah, sunny beach is like a is like a tourist. Um, is a it trash? Resort. Yeah, it's complete oh, yeah. trash. Okay. It was. It was. It was the on the. You know the show like there was so many shows like Sunsex and Suspicious yeah. Parents and like what happens in like blah, blah. it was one of the places that was on one of those shows. Oh right, yeah, complete yeah. Trash. I mean, I would put a hundred percent of my savings on the fact that it, it was in that place, not on yeah. a sunny beach, but in sunny beach. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is what she. I've just. I'm. I'm rephrasing. Oh, right. People's grammar is terrible. It's not <laughs> in sunny beach, Bulgaria. Even sexier. And mm. I got tonsillitis the next day from giving blowjobs. Isn't that awful? Isn't that pl- awful? Pl- plural, like she put people, plural. or I'm sure. I. This is not a holiday story. This is just a huge confession. I. Okay once I, I think you know this i okay. once went to the doctor and mm-hmm. um begged in northern ireland begged the doctor to swab my throat and check if i had throats? throat singular Sorry. and check <laughs> like if i had oral gonorrhea which i had <laughs> researched and convinced myself i had because i had um gone down on a man who had who, with with a questionable sexual history questionable mm. because he would not answer any questions on it and therefore do i trust him <laughs> no. maybe that just means <laughs> you were his first 
Oh, uh, no, ex-military. I don't think I was. Oh. <laughs> I think it I think it was questionable. Mm. No. Obviously he was ex-military, Ashley, because I was in Northern Ireland and did I sleep with anyone that wasn't a fucking <sighs> unionist? No. You did not. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> hey. Hey. I thought I could convert them, JK. Well. Well, um, and they just thought that you were like you were like a wet dream to them in terms of British yeah. identity. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, I do. I have any holiday stories? I'm sure I do. Um, oh yeah, you've, I do. You've done so much traveling. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> there is. Um, in America, I got drunk on blueberry vodka and went skinny dipping. I went back with a group of my lovely female friends who worked at the camp. I went back to one of the friends' hotels and um ended up going back to the camp that i was staying at where um one of the staff members had uh, diabetes and was having a, a hypo reaction and the nurse who had been with me all night and was absolutely smashed off her face was like <laughs> i'll drive her to hospital and we had to be like <laughs> we were not allowed to drink and we had to be like no she can't <laughs> and we had to like i don't even remember how we managed to like make an excuse that like didn't oh get God. us fired but i had yeah. to be like no she can't drive you to hospital like someone else must do it um, but yeah, <laughs> that was like a fucking nightmare waiting to happen oh my god oh. i also uh got a greyhound bus from I basically was very, very skint because you don't get paid very well as a camp counsellor. So I did everything, mm. all of my travels as cheaply as possibly and lots of it by myself. Um, mm -hmm. As cheaply as possibly meant getting sketchy greyhound buses from sketchy areas of the city at sketchy times in the morning. So I once yeah. got a greyhound bus from somewhere in, I think, Richmond in West Virginia to maybe mm. Chicago. No, it wasn't. Right. Some Somewhere else and um basically sat next to a man who because there were no other seats by themselves and he opened his bag as we'd pulled out of the station we'd literally been on this bus for about five minutes i was on it for about seven hours in total opened his bag and it was full and i mean full of pills i was like shit for fuck's sake i am like, going less? to die no like in pill like it, in the like foil packets they weren't in like boxes right. but they were in foil packets um god so they're you don't even know the brand because no just... yeah mm. yeah 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 it was not sketch the one. not the one no yeah very 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 i um arrived in india at three o'clock in the morning to uh, right. move there for a, a good few months um, mm -hmm. somebody had just warned me about Ubers in India. There was a thing at the time where Ubers were locking their doors, um, whilst you were in it and then would drive women shit. to destinations, which were not their destination and essentially raping them. So I was shit scared of God. Ubers. I got a taxi. Mm -hmm. The taxi driver spoke very little English. I spoke no Hindi. Um, and he, I had booked a hotel for the first night because I didn't want the person who I was letting an apartment off to have to wait up until three o'clock in the morning to let me into the apartment. So yeah. I got a hotel for the first night. He drove me down the sketchiest alley ever. 
and was like, your hotel is here at four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yep, out you get. So I got out in an alley in the centre <laughs> of get. Mumbai, walked into a hotel and they were like, this is not your hotel. And I just burst into tears he was like the guy was like it's fine it's fine i'll walk you to your hotel it's just down the alley still in this fucking alley Um, okay walked down the alley to this hotel had the worst night's sleep of my whole entire life one of my girlfriends as a present as a leaving present had got me like an internal door lock alarm thing which again didn't make me feel better (laughs) that people were buying me this shit (laughs) And I couldn't find it in my bag. I essentially cried myself to sleep because I was convinced that someone was going to murder me. Um, It was the worst start to a trip ever. I literally got up the next morning and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Can I go home? Um, Shit. I ended up loving it. (laughs) Yeah. And my final story, I think, is uh, when I was in Portugal Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends had been, was living in Portugal at the time. She was doing her like languages year abroad. She um, lived in a place called Coimbra, and in order to get mm-hmm. from Coimbra to Lisbon, there was quite a complicated like bus and then train route. And she is a very um, frugal person and loves to do things as cheaply as possible. And was like, "Here, I'm going to tell you exactly how you can do this." And I had said in the morning that I wanted to leave at like. I can't remember, but I wanted to leave basically a couple of hours earlier than she thought I needed to leave. And she was like, no, no, I speak Portuguese and I know what's going on. Anyway, got to the bus station. They didn't have any buses directly to the airport, which she thought they did. So I had to go from the Coimbra on a bus to a train station where I then had to get a train to the airport where I, but it didn't go right to the airport. So I then in Lisbon had to get a taxi from the train station to the airport <sighs> And essentially a train was cancelled, the bus took longer, um, the train I was then on was delayed. I cried on the train and the bus driver who spoke no English just came and like put his hand on my shoulder. I um, got to the airport crying, got to security, begged the security guard to let, like in floods of tears to let me go ahead of people because I was literally two minutes till my plane was supposed to take off. The security oh. guard was like, yeah, you can go in front, but you have to ask every single person in the security line if it's okay oh. with them. So he made me go down this line crying, asking every single person <laughs> if it was okay if I went in front of them, then go through security, <laughs> got to the gate, was running, like running, got to the gate sweating red teary snotty dripping to find out that my flight was half an hour delayed it was awful that's the luckiest fucking awful it was so lucky delayed in general or half an hour delayed more like since you got there half an hour delayed in general so like right okay but but, and i would have just made it so i then still had an extra half hour i would have literally just made it before takeoff oh god so actually like i really didn't need to rush as much as i had but hey oh well oh my god oh no people were in the security queue that you had to they they did just start like saying like go on ahead like you don't get to ask don't there was also (laughs) another time where i was going from my house in England to my house in Belfast. Um, mm-hmm. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. 
um my mum had given me my birthday presents wrapped up because my i wasn't going to see her before my birthday Mm -hmm. i again was late because i had met up with my ex-boyfriend before i got the flight and was in tears because i was upset because of him and Mm -hmm. because i was going to be late for my flight because of him um Mm -hmm. got to security and they obviously stopped my bag again was crying Mm -hmm. because i thought i was going to be late for my flight and um they were like what's in these presents and i was like i don't know and they were like what do you mean you don't know did you pack your bag yourself and i was like yeah but they're my birthday presents and they made me (laughs) open my birthday presents (laughs) crying in birmingham airport security Uh, birmingham are the fucking worst i'm like birmingham fucking airport they threw away half my shit one time oh my god it was awful and like obviously i was upset (laughs) and it turned out my mum had given me like a chocolate fondue set and the chocolate that you had to melt do you remember this yeah the chocolate that you had to melt obviously it was rehardened like it wasn't a liquid but for some reason it registered as a liquid as a liquid and once they'd seen it they were like oh yeah that's fine but like on the system it had registered as a liquid and that was it they made me open all my birthday presents (laughs) it was fucking awful (laughs) awful (laughs) <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's such a that's such a that's such a fucking like monty python like fucking ridiculous thing to yeah. be like opening my birthday present security because the security Crying. are like what the fuck is in those presents the other i don't I know mean, it's my birthday <laughs> literally i was like oh, obviously i don't know what's in them have you not did you not pack this yourself well yeah i did pack it myself like oh the other one is oh so funny do you remember when me and you missed each other at the airport because we were at different airports i was airports? just thinking that because i will give the context because yeah. i sound like a fucking moron with this but i well i, well, I am a moron no i, but, I think yeah. it was a hundred percent my fault I think we both just made assumptions and we were both wrong yeah. <laughs> at the same time because you usually, whenever you were coming to Belfast, would fly into city. Yeah. But I've never, I'd never picked you up from the airport before. Yeah. And the one time that you needed me to take you to the airport to fly out was the time that you missed your flight. Yeah. And so I took you to the international airport, which yeah. is about 20 to 30 minutes away from the city airport yeah and so when you told me that you needed picked up from the airport and I was like yeah I'll pick you up from the airport because it was the first time you were back in Belfast after a while I, I assumed because the place I dropped you off at before was international that I just went straight to the international airport which is 20 to 30 minutes away from me and I live five minutes away from the city airport which you oh, were yeah. actually flying into yeah so I drove to a whole other uh, town to pick up the airport and you were like yeah I'm outside and I, t- I think I took a picture I think you, I mean you like took a picture and sent me and I was like that's not the airport <laughs> we were both like we're both it was chucking it down it Ashley had been like come rain. outside I'm out here so I went outside yeah. and I was yeah. like you're you're not here like <laughs> Have you got a new car? Like, what the fuck is going on? Has she texted me from around the corner? No, no, we were at different no, towns. No, no. In different towns. Yeah. In different so towns, yeah. Then I literally, <laughs> I my consistent speed was 100 miles an hour down the motorway in torrential rain. Because she'd already oh, been waiting there for like... 
my shitty Nissan Micra, which does oh, not God. do that to me. I miss your Nissan Micra. <laughs> Can you get it back? Yes, I still have it. Yeah. I thought you gave it to your cousin. No, I gave it to my mother. Oh, amazing. Oh, God. It's still here. It's still here. It's still um, alive and kicking. She made top speed, though. Like, I think yeah. you must have got to the airport in, like, 15 minutes. Didn't you speed so, yeah. past your mum on the motorway? Yeah, because she was going... Because the, the, <laughs> the way to the airport, the international airport, is, like, going on the way to, like, I don't know if you care about Northern Irish geography, but, like... <laughs> My granny lives past the international airport, so you have to drive past the airport to get to where my granny lives. And my mother was going to see my granny a little bit later on than I was going to pick you up from the airport. And as she was coming out the motorway, I was flying back toward it at 100 miles an hour. And she was like, what? And I was like, I can't talk about the motorway. Oh god, it was it was it was funny. Oh, it was yeah. funny in the end, but I was like, oh my god, yeah. But yeah, <sighs> those are my yeah, holiday stories. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Thanks. Um, yeah, I don't, ha- I don't, ha- I, just, I luckily haven't ever had too many holiday mishaps. The Birmingham layover I had one time trying to get home for Christmas from the Netherlands was horrific. I couldn't understand what anybody was saying to me, which sounds ridiculous <laughs> because I watch a lot of, like, a, there's a lot of English television that is, you know, shown in Northern Ireland. Obviously, most of the yeah. television is English. And so you hear a lot of regional accents from around England. But when I was in their presence, I was like, what are you saying to me? I have no idea. And they threw out half of my liquid shit because... um even though you're allowed a, a liter's worth of 100 milliliters of liquids, if and they have to be like small bottles, obviously, the bag was too big, even though there was less than a, th- a, a thousand milliliters of liquids, the bag was too big. What and because the, sh- the shape of the bottles, even though they were all under, they were either 100 or under 100 milliliters, because some are like round pots, some are like longer thin ones, because of the shape of them, they didn't fit into the small little bag that was supposed to carry a liter's worth of stuff. And I was like, yeah, that'll carry a liter if I pour the liquids physically all together into that bag. But the packaging doesn't fucking fit you morons. It's not the liquid, it's the packaging you fucking... So they, all my Christmas presents, gone, basically. Um, So I was pissed off with Birmingham Airport. Yeah, I'm Um, not surprised. But uh, that's really, I haven't really had like too many crazy holiday stories. I do remember one time whenever, I think it was my second time I went to Amsterdam, I went with a few friends from my university course and they, uh, I think it was a few of them's first time trying weed and they decided to try it via an edible brownie and didn't really understand like... how it then worked when when it's inedible and also didn't know like how they would be whenever it did hit and they just turned into anxiety paranoid riddled messes and we all had to go back to the hostel and just sit there while she slept and cried because we were laughing at her (laughs) oh 
I know. It was kind of funny though. She was just she was like like she was screaming at us to like leave her alone because we were like being like oh oh my god it was a oh I just remember this story oh my god it was so funny oh okay it was again just a bit oh gosh I don't know we were a bunch of me and my uh, classmates we went to Paris for like a event and um, I was going to stay one of my friends has an apartment in Paris so I was going to stay with her but then um, I was with a group of people who also rented an Airbnb in Paris and so I went back to the Airbnb to like hang out for a bit and then it got so late that I missed the last metro to get to my my friend's apartment so I was like I just messaged my friend be like I'm just gonna crash on the sofa at this Airbnb tonight and I'll uh, stay at your place tomorrow and then so there was like a sofa bed kind of thing in one of the rooms and there was two people who were going to sleep on that sofa bed and so they were like oh well sure though it's big enough like there's room for three of us we'll just all three snuggle in together and so we did but it was just such a ridiculous situation because <laughs> the two people who I was in in between in the sofa bed kind of had they weren't they weren't together but they kind of had a bit of a thing and also they did on then continue they, oh. like later on that year uh, dated and it was just like awkward and weird and funny and then like I don't know like they, um, I don't know just stupid like someone almost fell over like trying to turn off the lights it was just we were all acting like we were like a threesome married couple and having like bickering arguments like that but then we just were killing ourselves laughing at the same time but in the room like on the wall that we shared behind us um there was two other uh, people from our class as well and they were like had went to bed ages ago and they were trying to sleep and we were being a bit noisy and the girl, one of the girls like kicked the door down <laughs> like like nearly broke the door kicked the door down went to punch us <laughs> but missed and punched the sofa <laughs> what the fuck screaming and crying and it was she was kind of talking English and kind of not talking English, and so I was like trying to understand like what do you say? And then like the people around me were, spoke Dutch, so they were like like being like what are you saying? Like what are you talking about? Like and they try to work it out in Dutch, and I was like what the fuck is going on? And it turns out she just thought that we were just spending like an hour talking about and laughing at the girls in the room next door to us because I kept saying oh, God. shush, be quiet. Jess and like I'll say that it Jess and Michelle are trying to sleep like let's be quiet but then we'd laugh again because something stupid would happen or someone would say something and they just assumed that we were just making fun of them because they heard our names but couldn't make out what else we were saying and just assumed that we were just talking shit about them for an hour and laughing and then came in and tried to punch Oh fucking hell! That does like, these, were, these weren't like... strangers; these were like our friends. And I was like, "What's happening?" Here? That is insane. And then everyone had to go to the hospital the next day because she broke her hand punching the sofa. Fucking hell! So she was going to hurt someone. Like there has to be some. Oh force yeah, she she, re- she kicked the door and she punched the sofa. Like Fuck she punched me. it. I know she could have done some damage. Oh, it was so it was really funny in hindsight. It was really funny at the time. I was shit scared because I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And this girl, the quietest, nicest girl as well. It was so confusing, but yeah. Oh, that was a time. Jesus. That was that is intense. That was, mate. that was a really yeah. It was a bit intense, <laughs> but it was fun. Oh was God, we love a bloody holiday. I know, right? Always fun. I know. Yeah, exactly. same. We all bloody deserve one. I mean, I'm going on one, but hey. 
Hey. <laughs> You're going on three. You're going on four. I'm going on four. I'm oh having a summer. Live your oh, life. God. Live your life. Um, so live your life. Hey. We hey. literally cannot go an episode without Ashley singing. We cannot. <laughs> I love the fact that we were like whistle stop tour, like super speedy episode. And this is probably the longest one so far. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it is. Oh, um, we got carried away. We just away. got carried away with Love Island. Um, well, maybe I've got one idea of uh, a theme for next week, but Queen of First Dates has kindly suggested that we, uh, I think this is going to make you laugh, that we do okay. period stories because she's got some period stories to tell. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, I think period stories is uh, a fairly exclusive topic to certain people. Um, yeah. Shall we make it? toilet in general stories i was gonna, was gonna say my suggestion <laughs> i was gonna say embarrassing stories in general but it can be toilet yeah. related stories embarrassing maybe toilet related stories quite funny i have some of those <laughs> i bet you do i bet let's For go sure. embarrassing slash if you have them toilet related stories please yeah. i've got other people's toilet related stories that i can out um oh yes think please yes please um i like that very much yeah next Tuesday. well just know that just know that uh queen of first dates stories next week are going to be period ones and just know that my stories are going to be Toilet shit races. and piss ones so i'll i'll bring whatever what else you guys want to contribute feel free yeah but that's please. the tone we're going yeah. for <laughs> just so you know but i've Bobby given you lives. my best shit story I sent a picture oh, yeah, of my true. shit to my crush. Like, what more that can you true. say? That is true. But do you have any other bodily fluid stories? I'll have a think. Or anyone think. listening? Any bodily fluid stories? Please. That could be anything. Semen, anything. We're not, we don't discriminate. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I am going to be recording from Wales next week. So we'll see how Woo! that goes. This like, this, like, international round-the-world recording studio i hope it's you guys so love it it's ace. yeah where are they coming from this week live right? from well not live not live from <laughs> this place this pre-recorded week. from <laughs> but yeah so exciting just oh. massive shout out to emmett obviously who does As our, always who again. does our music yes. and has brought us the collective noun cunts to refer to yes. all us and on Which that brings note, me endless joy. See you later, cunts. Fucking bye. Sayonara, assholes. Sayonara, cunts. <laughs> cunts and assholes alike. Get oh, fucked. That. <laughs> what a cheery ending. Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> Didn't mean for that to be it, but... <laughs> Get oh. fucked, cunts. <laughs> You are honestly listening to the classiest podcast out there. I'm not oh, surprised yeah. that we are marked as explicit on Apple Podcast. <laughs> I, I have to do that. I have to manually say, yes, we are explicit. We say cunts. <laughs> oh, God. But but Google Google TED Talk cunts. Um, and, and watch Yeah, them. please. And uh, realise why that word has such a beauty to it. Yeah, honestly. Um, it changed my life. And and see you all next week. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, cunts. <laughs> Bye. Keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs>